Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. I will be speaking on something I have entitled, One Thing. In studying the scriptures and life itself, I have discovered that in the end, after all said and done, the solution to problems, the way forward and the answer usually boils down to one thing. It's hardly ever two things, just one thing. Even if there are two options, one of them is the one thing. Now life is full of options and choices, but let's not fool ourselves into thinking that all those options and choices can make a difference in our lives at certain pivotal moments. No, my beloved, it's going to be just one thing. One thing will take you over. One thing will solve the problem. One thing will bring peace in the land. One thing will settle the issue. The problem is that it's never the same thing each moment. Each situation has its own one thing. Each circumstance can be overcome just by one thing. Each war can be ended by its own one thing. And it usually takes one thing to make someone a millionaire. Just one thing. The mystery of life is to know that one thing at each crossroads of life. Now we usually see choice as a good thing, and it is a good thing. But at certain stages in life, numerous choices can be a curse because it can serve to hide the one thing in plain sight in the midst of those choices. It's easier to confuse someone by throwing in multiple choices. Imagine if objective questions in an examination each had just one option as the answer. <laughs> Nobody will fail that exam. The options created in the examinations actually serve as a means to confuse the person taking the exam. There's just one correct answer. The rest are fake. In the same way, Multiple options life provides us are not really assets. They are a means to confuse us, leaving us with the task to decipher the one thing. Don't be fooled. Out of all those options in life, there's just one thing that is the real thing. It's like a young man who has multiple options of willing ladies to marry. Now, as a young man, I went through this problem. And believe me when I tell you from personal experience, it wasn't easy. Only God can help that man. I think that's exactly how polygamy started. Now, on a lighter note, a former president of Nigeria once made a funny comment. He said before he became president, he had two pairs of shoes, the black and the brown. Whenever he needed to wear shoes, it was an easy choice between the black shoe and the brown shoe. But when he became president, people brought so many different types of shoes as gifts that they brought confusion into his simple life. Now, 
which shoe to wear has become mathematics. Spiritually speaking, the matter is not a different thing at all. In our various lives and at each stage of our lives, there is usually just one thing that matters amidst all things. To know that one thing is a recipe for progress in life and harmony with God. First and foremost, I can tell you that the ultimate one thing is spiritual regeneration or what laymen called getting born again. Now, there are many religious teachings and many spiritual pathways that are beneficial to spiritual development. The options are really numerous. If you're a well-read person as I am and have taken courage to go beyond your village to see what lies beyond your own spiritual enclave, it's really a big world out there with so many options that are good, bad, and ugly. It's easy to be in your corner thinking you know something when you have not gone out to see what others are doing. I have really gone beyond to see what's out there and so many things have amazed me over the years. I have learned a lot of things that have been beneficial to my spiritual evolution. But after all said and done, I have come to one conclusion. All religions are the same, including religious Christianity. The only difference are the names and the narratives. They all thrive on just one thing, fear. Fear weaved through doctrines, superstitions, and narratives. The main difference I have seen in what Christ brought to humanity is that he has made the effort to remove that one thing from the equation. He removed fear. That's why after all said and done, with Christ I stand. When it comes to laws and commandments, it's not different. Christ came to end the law of Moses through his death and resurrection and then replace it with one thing, one law, one commandment, that is to love your fellow Christian. This becomes the determining factor of the eternal destiny of anyone who says they are Christians. Even in the Old Testament, in the midst of the many laws that exist in the law of Moses, as far as God was concerned, there was usually just one thing one requirement in which his judgment is decided. Now, looking at the book of Jeremiah 34, after hundreds of years of wonderful sinning, total disregard for the covenant made with God, after not keeping all the laws for so many years, God decided to destroy the Jews at Jerusalem and enslave them in the hands of King Nebuchadnezzar. However, God proceeded to anchor all of those things just to one thing, a commandment on which to base his judgment of that city. His judgment was not to be based on all the laws they had broken, but just one. If the Israelites could just obey this one thing, their hundreds of years of sin could have been forgiven. Now this was the commandment given in Jeremiah 34 verse 8 and 9. And I read, it says, 
This is the word of the Lord that came unto Jeremiah from the Lord. After that king Zedekiah had made a covenant with all the people which were in Jerusalem to proclaim liberty unto them. Verse 9 says, That every man should let his manservant and every man his maid servant, being a Hebrew or Hebrewess, go free. That none should serve himself upon them to wit of a Jew his brother. Very, very simple commandment. He said, Just let your servants that are Hebrews go free. Do not enslave your fellow Israeli. That's all. Now, mind you, God did not say all servants. No, just the ones that are Hebrews, the ones that are Jews, male and female. And Jerusalem would have been spared after such a long time of sin. Oh, the mercies of God didn't really start with Christ. They have always been there. This is definitive proof that God doesn't care about laws. But what happened eventually surprised me. The Israelites, after initially obeying the simple instruction, the scriptures say that they later went and recaptured those who they had freed previously and made them slaves again. That is how Jerusalem was burnt. They missed that one thing that could have saved their city. A very simple thing. Also consider Samson, who was a Nazarite. He had broken all the covenants of the Nazarite. He was supposed to be a holy man as a Nazarite. But Samson loved sleeping with prostitutes, which eventually led him to Delilah. But even with all that, his strength never left him because he had kept that one thing, his hair. Of all those other laws and requirements, it was that one thing that was the real thing. As long as he kept it, he retained his strength. But then the moment he lost it, he lost the battle. My dear friends, in our different lives, it would appear that we have so many options. But please do not be fooled. At pivotal times in your life, just one thing is the real thing. It is never a hard thing. It's always a simple thing. Just like the commandment God gave through Jeremiah to Israel in Jeremiah 34. If you can discover that one thing, it will catapult you to amazing heights and give you peace and harmony with God. It may not be, and it usually isn't what you think. Because it's always a small thing and seems insignificant. Never look at the life of others to know the one thing in your life. It may be one thing for one person and another thing for you. There is one thing you need to do. One thing you must not do. One direction you need to go. One thing you need to build. One person you need to associate with. It's never everything. It's always one thing. So be observant about your life. Take note of certain things you do that always work. Certain things you do that never work for you. 
actions you take that results in swift condemnation. Like myself, for example, I could do almost anything and get away with it. But once I look down on anyone, I'm in trouble. That's my own one thing. So I'm compelled always to give all men requisite respect. People whom you associate with that seem to bring good results and people who being around them never makes you feel okay. They are simply people who I cannot be around. Not because they are bad people. I'm simply drained of energy just by associating with them. It doesn't just work. Aspects of your life that always work out fine and aspects that simply don't work. Don't fight it. Just endeavor to know it and be guided. So when life starts to give you multiple options, you know that one thing is the real thing. Laugh and say to yourself, I need to find that one thing. Now may Almighty God give us the spiritual understanding to know the difference between the chaff and the wheat. In Jesus Christ's name. Thank you very much for listening and God bless you. Hope you were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 23480 357735 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.